everybody's super excited to get their journeyman license once they've been apprenticing as an electrician for several years. But what are some of the things that people don't talk about when becoming a journeyman that may not be that awesome? All right, so first and foremost, once you become a journeyman, now you are a moneymaker, right? Now you're being seen as the boss, or by the boss, as like somebody that can be sent out independently and whatever they do is going to bring in money. With an apprentice, you're just sticking apprentices wherever to try to like get them trained up, but they can't really do anything. You can't send them out to like go take care of a job and do anything, but journeymen can. Journeymen are the money makers. So we invest money in paying a salary to people, but with the hopes that what they're bringing in is greater than the salary that they're costing and the mistakes they are making. So now we have to understand is that because every job is yours, these jobs are now yours. They belong to you which means everything is your fault. The good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between, everything's your fault. And that even goes if you're, say, like wiring a big custom home and there's you, Mr. Journeyman, and there's three other journeymen and 12 other helpers. It's all your fault, everything all of them do. Because it doesn't matter when boss man calls and you say, oh, this apprentice did this or this journeyman didn't put this over here, all I hear is you didn't do something right. <laughs> Your job is messed up and you weren't there properly watching people and checking and explaining. It's your fault. I don't care if other journeymen did it. I don't care if other apprentice. And the more you say that, the more you throw other people under the bus, you're gonna start building in my mind a certain character that I know you as a sellout or somebody that will sell out their friends. Take ownership. All I wanna hear is the job's done really well or you know, when something's messed up, just say, ah, we messed this up. That's the better way to say it. When you say we messed this up, I know you probably didn't do it. Otherwise you would have said, I messed this up. If you say we, I know there was a breakdown in the team somewhere and I get, I understand it, but at least you're not being a dick by throwing your buddies under the bus and trying to tattle on them to the owner. Anyways, you just need to understand that everything's your fault and be okay with that. If a job goes, you know, uh, belly up, your fault. If an inspection gets failed, your fault. Apprentice like kicks a hole in a wall, your fault. You're the one that's gonna get yelled at for it. Everything, because you are the responsible party. You're the one that's the babysitter. You're the one that's there to ensure everybody's doing everything right. That's part of your job description. It's not just now you're doing work and you got a truck that you're driving. It's now you have all of the responsibility of everything that has that having that card actually means. So number one is the understanding that everything that you do now affects the, the company's bank account. If you take too long on a job and you spend all this time screwing around, you know, working slow, being meticulous, whatever, and the, the company has bid a job to be a certain amount because the owner thought it's gonna take this amount of time and you take way more time, now the, the company is paying money and wasting money and losing money and going out of business eventually if this keeps happening. So you have to think, that you need to be efficient. You need to do work as fast as you can and as clean and perfect as you can in as little amount of time. And the less time it takes you to do a job, the more money that it, the company makes or the more service calls you can take throughout a day and actually complete the more money that the company's gonna earn. It's not just like making a whole bunch of stops. If you're not bringing a check back with you or <laughs> getting a card scan, you're not making any money. So just understand 
everything you do, the level of motivation, the level of hustle, the quality of work that you do or don't do, the amount you screw off and sit out in your truck on your phone versus actually being in, being able to bill hours, you, you have a massive impact on the company's bank account. All right, the next kind of like downside that you're gonna have to deal with as a journeyman is this idea of wanting to get some work done and not being able to get anything done throughout the day. This usually happens when you have a site that you're working on and multiple buildings and several different crews on a job, or maybe it's just you and four helpers and you're just not really that used to how to deal with that many people. But what's gonna happen is that you're gonna, you're gonna sit down, not gonna sit down because you don't sit down. You're gonna stand in front of a thing with your tools on and you're about to start using a screwdriver and all of a sudden your phone rings and it's the builder and you're like, all right, I gotta take this, hold on. Will you finish this for me? Blah, blah, blah. You sit on the phone, talk for a little while and then hang up and you get ready to do the thing again and the apprentice comes up and you're like, yo man, I need your help and you're like, all right, let's go. Put your tools away, you go over and explain something. And it's like, no, you didn't do that. That's not what I said to do. Dude, I said to do a different thing. And now I gotta think, okay, well now I gotta go check on so-and-so and make sure they're doing it right. And they get over there and you look and everything's right. And you come back and you're like, oh yeah, I was trying to do this thing. And then you sit down and do the thing. And then your boss calls. And you're like, mother. Yeah, get on the phone. Hey man, what's up? Oh, you know, just trying to work, trying to get some job, some work done for you. Yeah, all right, cool, I'll talk to you later. Boom, sit back down. Hey dude, I need help, can you come and look at this? And then you walk off. It's like this as a job lead, it's something that just sucks, but you have to learn this balance of not being able to get things done and getting things done. Now that you have four, six people on a job, more things are naturally gonna get done because there's more people turning tools at the same exact time in different places in the building. More things are getting done, so you don't have to be the person doing all of them. That's not to say that once you become a journeyman, you just don't wear tools and you just bark orders at every people. That's, that's stupid. Like You should get everybody lined out to their skill level, know what's going on the job, be thinking about things ahead of the people doing things next. But once you've gotten like the idea of what each person's gonna do next and you kind of have the next few hours laid out, like just go back to work, like start helping them and you know, put your tools on. But it's more beneficial for you to take your tools off and just walk around, especially when you got like 10, 12 people on a job, just don't even wear your tools. You know what I mean? Like you gotta balance it. The more experienced you, you become as a journeyman, you know when to like strap it up and when to take it off. But you need to get used to allowing other people to work. So one of the guys I was working with recently had just gotten a, a job that I like handed to him and I was like, all right, man, you're, you got the rest of this and I'm walking away from it. This is all you now and you have to run this. And I would see him with a couple of helpers standing around and he's in a trench digging and all these dudes are just standing around not doing anything. There's bullshit and telling jokes. And I'd be like, yo, get, give them one of the shovels. What are you doing right now? Give them a shovel. There, you have these helpers standing around you that don't know anything and need experience. Let them dig trenches. You've dug like thousands of trenches by this point. Stop doing that. Or I would see him, you know, like he'd, be, he'd have helpers standing around him and he'd be in there doing something that I knew that these apprentices had at least enough experience to like do this stuff. And I'm like, bro, hey, you're doing it again. You're in and because you're in, everybody else is out. 
And you can't do that. As a person running a job, you're gonna get that one thing done and nobody else is gonna get anything else done. And nobody's gonna get trained because you just keep diving in. So you need to back up and explain how things work and get these people some experience and allow multiple people to be working at one time so more things will get done. And it's, it's something that like all of us deal with, right? Like at a certain point, you've been apprenticing for four years, you've been so focused in on everything and the work ethic is what you're getting rewarded for, that currency that I always talk about and like really putting it in. And so once you become a job lead and you have a whole job now that you're responsible for, it's hard to just like stop being that way and start being a different way, but you have to. You know, when you've got multiple people on a job site, you really, it, it becomes less about the work you do and more about you directing the kind of symphony of everybody else working. And that has to be okay. Cause that's where the, that's where the money is going to get made. The next thing that kind of sucks as a journeyman is that you don't get to say, I don't know anymore. Now, <laughs> now you know enough that the things you don't know are your fault. And the things that you don't know, which are okay, like your day one journeyman, you're still barely a journeyman, right? You're still pretty much just an ex a, a, a experienced apprentice. But like year 20 journeyman, whole different thing, right? There's gonna know way more. So there's a gradation. Everybody understands that there's gonna be a lot of things you don't know, but you're going to be expected to be able to find things on your own and find answers on your own and present solutions. When you're an apprentice, you can just be like, I don't know, I don't know. How's that wired? I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, what is, what is an electron? I don't know. <laughs> like, you don't have to know anything. And it's okay, nobody expects you to know anything. So there's this huge jump that happens once you become a journeyman and you're running jobs. And when a customer is like, hey, is it possible to get like, you know, this TV up on this wall? You can't be like, eh, <laughs> you gotta have an answer. You gotta be like, well, there's these different mounts. I've run across this experience or just be like, you know what? I uh, haven't done that before. Let me call and I'll talk to some more experienced people that have done that and I'll get back to you with an answer. But you have to find answers and you can't just be calling boss man all the time, every day. Like, hey, hey, I don't know. You gotta find answers so that when you call boss man, you can be like, hey, I've narrowed down the 73 questions I was gonna ask you because I've done my research and I've actually tried to find solutions to this and I'm down to these two things right here. And I can't make a decision because I just don't have enough knowledge. But out of these two things, what do you think? Or sometimes it's just too complex and you do need to call. But that's the whole thing. Is not, You're not just an apprentice who's never interfacing with the boss and trying to solve problems and just being told what to do all the time. Now you're the one telling everybody what to do. Now you're the one coming up with, or coming across every single problem and it's constantly just new stuff. New builders constantly like, hey, I want a TV that floats in the middle of the room and has a ghost pop out of the middle of it. How do we do that? You know, like you just have to figure things out. That's your role now. So as a journeyman, as a new journeyman, that kind of sucks because you need a little bit more time in service really and coming across these problems to come up with really good solutions. But you should still be able to find the answers as a journeyman rather than just being like, oh. Next is that uh, everything comes down to you. <laughs> so if you work for say a service company, commercial service company, and there's service calls that have to be done, emergency service calls that Home Depot calls in the middle of the night or Walmart calls and they're like, all of our produce is down and we have an emergency and we're gonna pay you whatever it costs to drive two hours and come and help us figure this out. You're not an apprentice anymore. 
It's not just somebody else had to go do that. Aha, that sucks. It's you have to do that now. So now everything that's like a big emergency problem or hey, you forgot to put a panel cover back on and so-and-so homeowner, you just drove an hour and a half from the job site to get home and now the homeowner called and said that their panel's wide open and there's just wires hanging out and breakers and they're afraid their kids are gonna get electrocuted. You gotta go do it. You can't just like, so, well, I'm an apprentice, I don't know what to do. You're not gonna get that call as an apprentice, right? It's only trained guys. They're gonna have to go drive. After they just got home after a long day of work, drive back an hour and a half, go put that panel cover back on and then drive another hour and a half back. It's all on you now. So it's something that a lot of people just don't think about going into it. So it behooves you to be a lot more careful and double check everything that you do and be very meticulous with your work at all times and always think about before we pack up at the end of the day, have we cleaned everything up so that the homeowners aren't gonna be pissed that it looks like we just disrespected their place, but did we also put everything back that needs to be put back so that everything is safe? Those are the two questions every journeyman needs to ask at the end of the day, every single day. Did we clean everything up and did we put everything back so it's all safe? and then go check and verify all of that. Even if everybody says yes, you're undoubtedly gonna go into that one room that they left a huge pile of crap and they just forgot that one room. You know, it's your job to check. It all comes down to you. And kind of on that same note, one thing that sucks about becoming a journeyman is that you have to care more. When you're an apprentice, you can just show up. You can just like tweedledee, tweedledum, listen to music throughout the day go home. Like nobody expects anything more out of you than just to like show up, kind of be in the way a lot, do stupid stuff, be corrected all the time. You just like, you're not really dependent on that much. You don't have to know what's going on with the entire job. You don't have to know the ins and outs and intricacies of the entire blueprint and all the different additions of it and what was changed and what, you know, like you don't have to know anything. People tell you what to do all the time. So as a journeyman, you need to care a lot more. You need to take the home, the plan home. If you get a brand new job, sit at home for a little while, look at things. If you know, if you didn't have time to do this on a job site, take that extra time to give a shit. You know, like understand what's going on on the job, so that way when you get to the job, you're like, oh wow, that wasn't on the plan. You know, understand every single page. What the one line diagram says. What check the service. Uh, you know, conductor size. Did they size the, the conductors for the service right? Is the service how it shows on the one dot line diagram actually going to work out in the field? You know, like are there receptacles that were left off per code? So now you guys are wiring a house that's not actually up to code. Go through with a pencil and write in little thing. You know, you just have to care more as a journeyman because the more you care, the better your jobs are going to go the more money you're gonna make for the company. And so every master electrician that owns a company wants people that care that go at the extra mile because we do that too. And it's really hard because obviously we're the ones that own the company, so we're benefiting from caring a lot more about it. But we want other people that care about our thing like we care about our thing. And it's really rare to find. But when you find somebody like that, like rewarding the shit out of that behavior is a good idea because it's rare. But we would love it if everybody cared a lot and like we're super hungry and super like watching YouTube videos and trying to learn everything and informs reading about stuff. And everybody wants that person, right? You might find one of those every 40 electricians that you meet. That's unfortunate. but. Everybody in general needs to care a little bit more. They need to get there earlier so that they can talk to the boss about this and that and what problems are going on and hey, what would you do? 
So being there early to be able to do that, showing up at the end of the day late to make sure materials get put back and ladders get put up and that you have your stuff geared up for the next day. So just kind of like this extra caring more, knowing when you should work through lunch because there's a crazy deadline and you'll like make it up later or whatever, you know, like you just, you're, you have to try to care more and caring more about the company rather than just your individual thoughts and feelings all the time. All right, and then the last thing that I'm gonna touch on is that now you're the example. And it's not even intentional most of the time. But now because you're a journeyman, because of the way the boss talks to you, everybody else looks at the way the boss talks to you and realizes you're a different thing than they are. And so whatever you do and whatever you say, they're gonna be watching you very closely always watching you closely to see what does he do when he gets to the shop in the morning? Is he just sitting around bullshitting, smoking a cigarette? Maybe that means that I can sit around bullshitting, smoking a cigarette with him or like outside because he's doing it or he gets there first thing in the morning and he's always organizing materials and working. Maybe when I get there, I need to start getting materials and like work, you know? People watch you and they're gonna try to do what you're doing. So even without you thinking about it, people are watching you and they're thinking, about either doing what you do because they respect you and they wanna mirror you, or not doing anything remotely close to you because they disrespect you and can't stand you and don't wanna be anything like you. Or the third option is they just don't care <laughs> about you in any way or fashion. But what you say matters. The things that you take serious are gonna be things they take serious. Um, if, you're, if you always talk about safety and about doing this safe and hey, I'm never gonna put you guys in harm's way. Hey, make sure you, before you go up there that this is strapped off and that this is safe and that you're safe and that we do things safe. If you are the one that's constantly saying safety, 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 checking safety, safety, being safe yourself, being the example, safety, 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 everybody around you is gonna take that seriously. But your one impact, that one person that you are, if you never talk about it, and you're up balancing crazy on ladders that are tied onto other ladders hanging from a helicopter, then you never talk about safety, everybody else is gonna be like, well, this is the norm, this is what we do, and it makes me feel terrified, and then I have to do it anyways, or quit my job, but they're willing to put my life in, in jeopardy. You know, like you, that one person, you have an impact on so many other people. So you have to understand that you are the example, and I think you should take seriously, when things need to be said, and you know it, say those things. Be the one that says the things. When things don't need to be said, don't say the things because you have an impact now that other people are looking up to you. The things that you do, people are going to see. The things you don't do, people are gonna see. So think about your impact as a teacher. All right, that's all I got. Love you crazy people. I'll talk to you in the next one.